Hi, this is John Schaefer. You're listening to WNYC's free podcast of New Sounds. Streaming audio or MP3 download available when you want at WNYC.org and on iTunes. This music is a collaboration between the South African guitarist Guy Buttery and the Franco-Italian singer and songwriter Piers Faccini. It's Guy's piece called The Upper Reaches, and it comes from one of his records, in fact, his 2016 record, which is otherwise untitled, despite being his sixth record. Guy is uh, an occasional visitor to the United States, and this is one of those occasions. Guy Buttery is going to play for us on this edition of the New Sounds podcast. I'm John Schaefer. Let's get things started, though, with this excerpt from his recording, a somewhat unusual recording, because it features lots of other musicians coming and going, like vocalist Piers Faccini here. Thank you. 
South African guitarist and songwriter Guy Buttery, and a piece called The Upper Reaches, featuring uh, vocals by Piers Faccini. And we've moved into our performance studio, where Guy Buttery joins me for this edition of New Sounds. Cool. Thanks for having me. Nice to be here. Yeah, with a new guitar in mm. tow. Uh, I have to say, I'm insanely jealous. It's a beautiful instrument. It's it's been a real it's been a serious treat. I mean, uh, these guys just made the most amazing guitar. It's it's guys just outside of Cape Town, South Africa, called Kasimi Guitars, and I mean, uh, yeah, it just blew me away when they handed it over. I was just it's just tone, colors, projection, everything. This is and it's robust as well. You know, it just yeah. goes anywhere. So. And and the little maker's label on the inside says it was made specifically for you. Yep. So. Yep. Um, how how big a difference does that make in in playing some of these pieces, especially like the ones that you've been playing for years? Do they change with the instrument? I think what happens is that, I mean, this instrument has just ridiculous sort of harmonic overtones, and I find that when I transferred a lot of the older pieces onto this instrument. For some reason, they wanted to slow down a little bit because mm. the instrument just wanted to breathe a little bit. So the harmonics are ringing. Exactly. And, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's, like a, it's like a piano that fits in a guitar case. Really. <laughs> uh, what's the wood? It's very, very dark, especially yeah. on the back. Yeah, this is African blackwood, and uh, it's, 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 it's crazy. I mean, you put this stuff in a pool and it will just sink. You know, wow. it's, it's, it's really hard. It's really... It's really heavy. Yeah. <laughs> and um, all right, so that's the instrument. But of course, you know, of more interest to our listeners, I think, will be the, the music and the people playing it. Because on this record, although this record is simply called Guy Buttery, it is not a simple Guy Buttery record. You got lots of other people coming and going. Sure. This is kind of my, my, my collab album, you know, if you like. For me, it was just the, the funnest record to make because it was just so there were so many cool people involved, yeah. so. including a number of people who have been here in this studio, okay. like your countryman Derek Gripper, sure. uh, the classical guitarist uh, Vusi Malasela. Yeah, uh, the, he's been here. The, the singer, yeah, he's been here. Great. Uh, Piers Facchini, the how do would I describe him? The Franco-Italian, Anglo-Franco-Italian <laughs> singer-songwriter. <laughs> That's him. That's the same one. And. <laughs> Will Ackerman, yeah. founder of Wyndham Hill Records, yeah. and uh, in fact, this first piece you're going to play for us on the record is a duet with him. That's right, yeah. So how did, how did that happen? Did you get him to come down to South Africa for this? No, I, I, that's the thing about this record is that it was made between multiple cities in South Africa, and then you know, P.S. Ficini was recorded in his home studio in France. Will Ackerman did his parts in his studio in Vermont. And there was another uh, Sarangi player from Italy who did his parts in, in, in Italy. So it's been kind of made. It's a very sort of cross-cultural recording mm. setup. But, uh, but Will did his parts here in the U.S., yeah. Okay. Uh, the piece is called A Piece for Rudolf Fritsch. Who is Rudolf Fritsch? I'm glad you asked because no one has yet. So I, I'm <laughs> kind of happy to tell this story. <laughs> Rudolf was a, um, was, a, was a pen pal friend of mine. I mean, uh, he, we used to trade sort of unofficial recordings of musicians that we like, live recordings, radio broadcasts, all sorts of things. We'd send them through the mail. Mm -hmm. And he was probably about 30 years older than me, and we never met. And we, we were in contact for maybe 10, 15 years, sending each other packages. I would send him recordings from South Africa. He would send me recordings from Germany. And from all over the world, we'd share back and forth. And then I got an email uh, about two years ago from, from Rudolf's wife and said that he had passed away quietly on a train home one day. 
And it was this kind of shock for me because it was the sort of loss of a person that I never knew who I felt, you know, kind of intimate with. So, mm. But who you never met. Never met. Huh. Yeah. And so you wrote this piece for him. I wrote this piece for him. And uh, you and Will recorded it on the album called simply Guy Buttery. You want to play mm. it for us here? Sure. All right. Guy Buttery, the South African guitarist, is uh, once again my guest here in our New York studio on this edition of New Sounds.
That is Guy Buttery, the South African guitarist and uh, composer here in our new sound studio, and a piece for Rudolf Fritsch, uh, played on this beautiful guitar we were talking about. And um, Guy, you were mentioning the kind of the heavy hard wood when you wrap your fingers on the body of the instrument towards the end of the piece. It's like the slightest little motion of your finger creates a pretty loud sound. Sure. It's just, it's just crazily responsive. It took me a while to get used to it. It's like mm-hmm. you touch it and it just kind of shouts out yeah. something. So. Uh, did you write that piece with Will Ackerman in mind? You know, I, I, if I remember correctly, I think I sent Will a few pieces and I said, hey, you know, you take your pick. But this one resonated with him. So, Well, it reminds me of some of, you know, Will's mm. earlier music. Sure. Um, it's a lot more virtuosic. But in terms of some of the harmonic language, it, mm. it seemed – did you – were you a fan of those old Wyndham Hill Absolutely. records? Absolutely. Sure. I mean, I listened to a lot of that stuff. Michael Hedges, Alex Degrassi, Will Ackerman, sure. And as we've learned from you in past appearances, at the same time you were listening to Led Zeppelin and – Lots of other stuff as well. There are lots of kind of techniques that you've developed on the instrument that seem to come from I don't know where. I mean, Mm. uh, artificial harmonics, but also a kind of slapping harmonic thing that you do. Sure. uh, And I mean, I was I was chatting about this exact thing with with Kaki King this week. And, and the guitarist based here in New York, exactly, uh, frequent visitor to our studios. Sure. And, and we Thick were... as thieves, the two of you, huh? Is that what's <laughs> happening? Are you concocting some uh, multiple guitar madness? Something like that. I mean, I've been staying with her, and, and we're going to meet up later and, and, and do something exactly of that sort, I hope okay. so. Okay. <laughs> but we, we, were chatting about, um, we were chatting about texture, and, 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 and I was saying how, how crazily you know, versatile this instrument is and how physical it is. I mean, I mean, I've got a friend who's a piano player, and he always says how, like, you guys are really inside that guitar, you know, it's, it's all over you. And, um, and the way that you can strike one note and, 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 and suggest multiple different emotional purposes for that, that singular note. And I've kind of spent a lot of time subconsciously and maybe as I get older more consciously deciding what it is that I'm trying to do, you know, particularly on a, on a, on a, on a texture level, which I think is, is a very important thing on an emotional level. I think trying to convey a singular note 
it can be done a hundred different ways. Right. And, uh, yeah. Well, that's kind of the essence of Indian classical music. Sure. You know, a, a raga, you know, the, the word means color. Sure. And, and sure. You're, you're sort of coloring the atmosphere with the way that you play the note, the way you bend and articulate the sure. note, and the context of what came before, what came exactly. after. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I've actually been studying Indian classical since, kind of more seriously since January this year and going to a, an amazing sitar teacher and, and learning a whole bunch of stuff and then trying to kind of translate that onto the guitar because I realized that I should have started with the sitar like a hundred years ago you mm. know, to try and get anywhere with it, but, but to try and just get my head around a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. Many years ago, I, I actually studied the tabla, ah, the, the hand drums, okay. and quickly found out that... Uh, <laughs> These Indian classical instruments, they tend to be very jealous mistresses. <laughs> they don't want you doing anything else with your time or your life. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, probably a good idea to stick with, yeah. with the guitar. But it's interesting that, that, you know, this is something you've been getting into because sure. it comes out in one of the pieces on, on the album. Sure. And for me as well, it feels a little bit like, it feels a little bit like an indigenous instrument to, to at least my city. My, the city of Durban in South Africa has the, the most Indians outside of, outside of India. So, so it, it's sort of had a natural... Right. Isn't, there, isn't that where Gandhi first went when he left India, was, was Durban? I'm not sure where he arrived, but he was definitely in Durban for some time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's this piece called uh, From, From Srinagar, mm. um, which you, you mentioned before the... The Italian sarangi play. The sarangi is the box cello of of India. That's it. Yeah, and it's you know it sounds like this piece might actually be an outcome and a, you know sure. of of the of these studies. Sure. The funny thing about that piece of music is that it was actually written on the imbira, the the African thumb piano, oh, really? and then translated to guitar and then sent to Italy for a sarangi player. <laughs> ah, but it's got the drone. And it's got the yeah, drone and everything. Yeah. Sure, it's a neat piece. Actually, why don't we hear it? Um, uh, and this will give you a chance to retune the guitar while we're doing that. Guy Buttery is with me here in the studio on New Sounds, and this is an excerpt from his uh, sixth solo CD, which is otherwise untitled, and this piece is called From Srinagar.
That is music from Guy Buttery, my guest on this edition of New Sounds. The South African guitarist is here with instrument in hand, but we just heard a couple of pieces from the record, also called Guy Buttery. Why Why now, six records in, decide to self-title the record? Yeah, because sort of traditionally it's, it's the debut, right? Yeah. yeah. My, my logic was that I felt like this was a, this was a sort of, a beginning of sorts again. Uh, I felt like there was a there was a, there was a serious change in the music. For me, the guitar is not it's not really a guitar record. I mean, although people have argued with me on that, but I feel like it's more about it's more about the the collaborations, about the textures, about the the people on the record. Yeah, yeah. no, it definitely struck me as more of a, an ensemble record for sure. A, a I mean, band there's, record. There's drum kit on on ninety percent of the tracks. You know, yeah. uh, it's it's all but the last one. I all think. but the, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, from Srinagar to Gulamine, where is Gulamine? Gulamine is in 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 Morocco. It's, oh, okay. a, it's a small little town, and it's actually where the piece Kashmir by Led Zeppelin was 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 inspired by, uh-huh. not Kashmir, which is Srinagar. In India, yeah, which is Srinagar's in Kashmir. So so the, the the connection there is the is the Led Zeppelin piece, and I think it's the the kind of riff in the tune kind of could have been something that they might have done. Yeah. Sort of re-Africanized or something, I don't know. (laughs) So that's music from the record, self-titled Guy Buttery. But Guy is here and is going to play some more music for us in just a moment. I'm John Schaefer, and you're listening to the New Sounds Podcast. For various reasons, not all of our shows get to be podcasts, but you can keep up with all of them, podcasts or not, at newsounds.org. You're listening to the New Sounds podcast of show number 3893, and we're back in our performance studio with the South African guitarist Guy Buttery and engineer Irene Trudell on the other side of the plexiglass. So we were talking before about this new album as kind of a, you know, you said it it seemed like a different kind of animal to you. Uh, And you referred to it, I think, online somewhere as showing a different, more international South Africa. Was that the intention going in, or was that something that happened... I think I think with everything that a lot of artists do, I, I, I don't know. For me, there's never really any real intention. Uh, not in the sense that 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 I'm trying to make any kind of particular kind of music, any kind of idea behind the music. Um, but it seemed that when I grouped all of the pieces together, that there was this, there was definitely more of an African rootsness in some of the compositions. And um, so I think that there is something about that they're kind of being sort of internationalized in the fact that it's not of the tradition, but it kind of has fragments of it, if that makes any sense. But you, so for you, it's not just the guitar. I mean, you mentioned writing one of those pieces on Mbira. The, yeah, the and I, play, I play a bit of Mbira on the record. I think I play Mbira on about two or three tracks. Yeah. And um, I don't know if I play anything else on this album. I mean, I, 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 on previous records, I've played some mandolin and some sitar and some piano here and there, but it's it's it's... Guitar is my thing, I, yeah. I, I think. I mean, that's also what I've been putting a lot more focus on. Right. Yeah. Um, the piece you're going to play for us next is called Verbosity, which might be an ironic title for a song that, like the rest of your work, has no <laughs> words at all. <laughs> Just letting the music speak for itself, right? There we go. Something like that. All Something right. like that. 
Guy Buttery from South Africa here in our New York studio playing live on New Sounds.
show off. <laughs> <laughs> that is Guy Buttery. Man, there, there, there were techniques there that... Do, do you know Vinnie Riley, the English guitarist? No. He used, used to play with Morrissey and records under the name The Daruti Column. I'm not familiar with yeah, him. Yeah, he's been around since the... 80s at least, Okay, uh, put out a record once called The Guitar and Other Machines. Ah. Now, nothing you played there sounded like Vinnie Riley's music, but the, the, the idea of the guitar as a machine capable of very un-guitar-like sounds, <laughs> watching and listening to you play that piece sort of brought that, back, that idea back to mind. Okay. The idea that this could also be a percussive instrument, sure. a chiming bell-like instrument. How do you get that, the, the harmonic to vibrate like that? Well, I mean, basically what I'm doing is, is, is kind of just bending the whole, the whole neck. Like that's that. what I thought. I was like, are you supposed to be able to do that? <laughs> are you supposed to be able to bend the neck of your guitar like that? I think I discovered that, that when I was, I must have been about 15. And uh, the, 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 the beautiful thing about this instrument is what they've done is they've, they've put two carbon fiber rods through the neck. And when they were making it, they, they gave me these rods and said, try, try and bend, try and snap them, you know, see what you can do. And, and, and I mean, it's just, it's just super strong, this thing. Okay, so. So, you, so you can get away with that technique on this guitar, but kids do not try that <laughs> at home. Uh, Verbosity is the name of that piece. You'll find it on the album called Guy Buttery. It is Guy's sixth solo record. Uh, And again, solo in quotes, very much a band record. Um, I mentioned Derek Ripper, uh, who is also like one of these guitarists that you look at and think, I don't understand what I'm seeing here. (laughs) Uh, When the two of you are in a room together, is it just sparks flying? I mean, is it like... It's just Photoshop what it is. It's all just Photoshop. (laughs) We just pretend that we know what we're doing. Yeah. But it's like, you know, is it like in the early days of jazz where they would have the cutting contests where the the (laughs) players would try and out-duel each other? It's funny. I think the last last concert we did was the album launch for this in, in Derek's hometown of Cape Town. And um, I think if I remember the, pe- the correctly, the pieces we did were very chilled and very kind of reserved. I don't think we, any of us got to, to do much at all, really, but it was great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the two of you play together on the record on a piece called Two Chords and the Truth, mm-hmm. which in this country sounds like a mistake because the, the phrase is three chords and the truth, <laughs> sure. uh, you know, re- referring to country music. Sure, um, but a lot, a, lot of, a lot of sort of African music is often just the two chords, the one and then back to the other and back to the, you know. Right. Yeah. So uh, were, was that meant as a kind of Afrocentric title? I mean, to some extent it was. Also, I mean, it's an idea that I've been, uh, I've been kind of toying with a little bit more with music. A lot of the music, although it may seem quite complex, a lot of the time there's just two chords hmm. back and forth. And um, growing up, I used to just love Van Morrison. I just loved him. And he was just a king of the two chords. And also a lot of people maybe didn't pick up on that, but often just two chords back and forth. Well, because the texture would change so radically, That's as you thing. were talking about Sure, before. there we go, exactly. Yeah. And also it just it gives a great, I mean, this piece on this record, Two Chords and the Truth, is kind of a perfect example of that where, where everyone gets a go to have a solo. I mean, I, the beautiful bass player Shane Cooper takes a solo. Um, I, I take a bit of a solo, and then Derek takes a solo at the end, Derek Ripper. Um, and it just gives the platform for, for form. Is the, you know, the form of the piece isn't really that important, and mm-hmm. it just gives a great platform for people just to just you know, express themselves and go for it. And that's what happened in the studio, more or less. 
Well, let, let's, uh, again, we'll give you a chance to retune here in the studio. Let's go back to the disc and listen to this piece. It's called Two Chords and the Truth. Uh, it's my guest, Guy Buttery, featuring his fellow uh, astonishing virtuoso guitarist from South Africa, Derek Gripper.
That's music from Guy Buttery and Derek Ripper, two South African guitarists together at last on the album called uh, Guy Buttery and a song called Two Chords and the Truth. And actually, Guy, you, you, I'm sure you, you and Derek have done stuff together before this. Yeah, sure. In a live context, yeah, a fair few times. Yeah. When he comes up to my part of the world, he always stays with me and we... Now you've mentioned you know your part of South Africa. You're all the way to the east, mm. like on the towards the Indian Ocean. That's right? correct. Yeah. And uh, the first time you were on our show, you talked about you don't actually live in Durban. No. You, you live out in the bush, sort of, so, so to speak. Yeah, I'm, I've moved a little bit closer in. Uh, I think since we last spoke, but uh, I'm still kind of out of the city. Maybe I don't know what you would, fifteen miles. I yeah. guess it is. But. You're not waking up, walking out, and seeing giraffes and wildebeest and stuff like that anymore? <laughs> not so much. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but not far from it. Not okay. far from okay. it. Okay. <laughs> um, so uh, you took the opportunity there to retune the guitar. What tuning do you tend to play in? What kind well, of tuning? I mean, I think on this record, I'm almost certain that, let me think about it, almost every piece was in a different tuning. Um, no, I lie. The, the The last two pieces I, 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 I perform now were actually in the same tuning, which I don't think anyone else... I've never heard of anyone using before, but I'm sure it's been done, where basically the, the low E goes to F and the D goes to C. So F, A, C, G, B, E. That's the tuning. Wow. Yeah. That's a, so that, that's like... It's not, even, it's, not even, it's not all that pretty when you play Yeah, it. I was just going to say, yeah. you know, <laughs> the open chord there is not going to be a very nice one. No, not so, <laughs> it's some kind of F. I don't know what it is. I've never worked it out. Yeah. Um, so the piece you're going to play for us next mm. uh, is called Werner meets Egberto in Manaus. So I'm going to assume Werner is Werner Herzog, the Correct. German filmmaker. Egberto must be Egberto Gismondi. There we go. The, the Brazilian guitarist. Uh, so is this a kind of movie in your mind of, you know, Werner Herzog making his Fitzcarraldo saga and running into Egberto in the middle of the Amazon? That's an amazing guess. Well done. I mean, it really <laughs> is. I mean, I don't think anyone else would have guessed that, but that's kind of what it, I mean, I had this, this, this little fictitious idea of, of, of them just having this, you know, this kind of chance meeting on a little tributary somewhere in the Amazon. And I was in the Amazon last year and uh, sort of felt the madness of what Werner Herzog speaks about when he goes and when he did, made Fitzcarraldo out there. And and obviously, Gismonti is, is is a lot of his music is inspired by that part of the world. So um, it was funny. The, the the piece was actually born out of a. I was asked to do a cover of of Alphaville's song "Forever Young," for, <laughs> <laughs> for a McDonald's TV advert. Okay, okay. That's now now. How are you going to get from there to here? <laughs> so. So basically what happened was I, I was kind of noodling around with this particular tuning to try and do that, which, which, which didn't work out and never happened, uh, to, to get the, the story straight. Um, but uh, so this, this piece was kind of born out of that kind of mild misery, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so you were attempting to play Forever Young in this tuning, and what came out was... Was this. Was yeah. this. <laughs> all right. Um, and uh, uh, now on the record, all of these pieces have percussion mm. many have bass other musicians is it but this is kind of closer to the way you originally wrote them right just yeah, you and the guitar for sure absolutely yeah. absolutely okay. but i mean with this piece it features on the record it features Vusi Maclesela who who i'm just I just always loved i'm a huge fan of his and um it was a huge honor for me to get him to work on the record but i always kind of heard his voice in that chorus part which 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 worked beautifully yeah, yeah. yeah. but 
Here, just you. There we go. All right. <laughs> Guy Buttery is my guest on this edition of New Sounds. He's playing live for us. This piece is called Werner Meets Egberto in Manaus. Thank you. 
Wow. Guy Buttery, live on uh, New Sounds with a piece called Werner Meets Egberto in Manaus. And uh, so, especially at the end there, were you thinking of some of those early Egberto Gismonti guitar recordings? Sure, exactly. I mean, he was the the king of texture and just yeah. putting weird little things all over the place. So. Those, For sure. those, those early 80s ECM records, sure. like the ones he did with None of Us Can Sell Us. Exactly. Those yeah. were the ones for me. I yeah, mean, for me too. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, so, you know, you could, as an electric guitarist, surround yourself with foot pedals and create textures to your heart's content, you know, forever and ever. You choose to just use the guitar. No effects, no loops, nothing. Just... Ten fingers, six strings. I mean, more or less. In a live context, I use a few very small things, but it's mainly just reverb, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Um, I mean, we were talking earlier about, I mean, there's just, it's just an endless array of possibilities in this little wooden box here. There's mm-hmm. just an endless array. And, and, and we know that from, 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 you know, you listen to Debish's Bhattacharya play the Indian classical slide guitar, listen to, 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 you know, Jimmy Page, listen to, there's just people doing amazing things. Country, you know, Muscundi mm-hmm. uh, from where I'm from, a guitar, Zulu guitar style. It's just been used in every genre imaginable. And I think if you listen between those genres, there's a lot of stuff that can correlate and a lot of new music that can be made. So when, when the late Francis Bebe, the Cameroonian guitarist, sure. referred to the instrument as the magic box, <laughs> he knew whereof he spoke. <laughs> uh, there's lots of magic to be uh, had in the, uh, in the guitar in the hands of someone like Guy Buttery, and I, now I have to decide whether I'm going to go home and like practice for 12 hours a day for the next six months or just give the thing up entirely. Uh, please, no. <laughs> because that is... Inspiring and intimidating to watch you in close quarters like this. Um, th- the record sounds great. And, Guy, it's always a pleasure on the rare occasions when we get to see you here in New York. Thanks for stopping by today. Thanks for having me again, John. I really appreciate it, man. There's more to come in a moment on this New Sounds podcast. Find the New Sounds Empire via social media. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, or follow us via the Symbol app. That's Symbol as in the instrument that you hit. And uh, on the Symbol app, we are WNYC underscore New Sounds. To wrap up this podcast, let's listen to a bit of music from someone else. This is music from the late Malian guitarist Chikoro Sissoko, who uh, also played for many years as a sideman with the great kora player Tumani Jubate in Mali. We'll hear the title track of his only recording, Keme Borama, music by Chikoro Sissoko. Mandi mori, mandi mori, fulani mandi mori la banca boya bani. 
Malian guitarist Chikoro Sissoko from his album called Keme Borama, wrapping up a Guitar Hero edition of the show. Hope you've enjoyed it. I'm John Schaefer. Thanks for listening to the New Sounds Podcast.